my peeps, how's it going? I am back with another topic on the sauce. Today, I want to talk about clothes. I remember back in the day where clothes was just so simple. T-shirt, $10. Pants, $10.20, give or take. Jacket, $20.25. Now it's like... Jeez, opening the treasure chest from like Legend of Zelda game to get clothes these days. I I swear, like one time I went into the mall with one of my friends and we were just window shopping. And he wanted to show me this cool pair of pants that he's like, yeah, I'm going to get it, get these pair of pants. They're my dream pair and everything. So I looked at them. I was like, oh, these are pretty slick. Like I can see like you rocking these at prom or you know something like that and i look at the price tag lord forbid four hundred dollars if i caught myself spending four hundred dollars on pants they better automatically come with like a batman utility belt or something that you can like put whatever gadgets you want in it like it's just an empty utility belt put the gadgets in there whatever you want but like come on like i know we have designer clothes and people are like well omar it's all about the fashion and and the industry and everything yeah i'm all for that but like i'm not about to sacrifice a pinky toe and some lamb's blood to look cool like it's not worth it i'm all about fashion and and you know, clothes make the man or the woman, but, uh, like, let's be serious, like, $400, and then one time, I walked in the mall, and they had, like, this new designer section that had its, like, pre-release, and I was looking around, and I was like, wow, $600 for some shoes. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying shoes should be cheap, a good pair of shoes, you know, nice fashion model shoes. I could see being a little bit, maybe in the hundreds, you know. When I mean hundreds, I mean like stopping at like the 100s and change, not like escalating. Because 600, I feel like it should Iron Man have me levitate. Like I, I should, I should fly with these. And and the prices of these clothes just get more and more outrageous. I saw a jacket for like seventeen hundred. Now seventeen hundred, I should be able to like have Inspector Gadget pockets and freaking Kevlar and re- reflective gear. Like I should I should have some cool stuff built in this jacket. When I looked at the jacket and I was like. Oh, two two cool pockets and it's a reversible jacket and it's waterproof. Okay. I feel like I could have found that at Walmart or like Cumberland Mall for 75 give or take maybe 100, but not no thousands. No, no sorry, not today. You know what I you know how many bills I could eliminate in a month span with 1700? I could literally pay off about eight to nine months ahead of time of bills with 1700 but you're selling one and it's not even like a cool jacket as far as what it's capable of like for real 
two cool hidden pockets. It's reversible, so in inside, outside, it's still, you know, wearable and waterproof. Okay, I mean, let's put some more meat on the muscle, like, have it to where, you know, it, it, it's, it's stain resistant or, you know, uh, it self dries, like you can wash it and, and hang it out and it like self dries, like give me some cool stuff. Don't give me no, just two pockets and it's waterproof. Like I'm really getting my money's worth. Like Mr. Krabs will not approve, not approve at all. But, uh, and it just gets worse, like, for sneakers. I, I, I went window shopping. I was trying to treat myself to a pair of sneakers. And I was like, wow, somebody would really want to treat themselves to a $1,100 pair of sneakers. And all it is is just the art on the sneaker. Like, nothing super special. So I'm paying 1100 for the looks. I'm not even paying 1100 for, like, what the sneaker brings to the table for my foot. Like, I feel like I'm paying $1,100. It should have memory foam inserts. It should be sweat resistant. It should, it, it should, you, you don't get blisters. Uh, it, you know, it just, I want to have my money's worth. And when it comes to clothes, I feel there's difference between the money's worth and you have just people paying because, oh, I saw this star on the red carpet or I saw this on dancing with the stars and he wore it like people need to realize like we're, we're at a time now. Yes. COVID times where, you know, some people have to be humble about the spending of clothes and the need for it rather than the want because I like to treat myself just as much as the next person. Going a shopping spree, you know, wardrobe, you know, change, you know, treat the closet to some color, but not at the cost of, I don't know, my mortgage or, you know, next month's rent. Like it should never get to that, to buy clothes, never. Like I had one friend who was like, oh yeah, like I'm getting my girlfriend this purse. I was, it's her dream purse. She's always wanted it. I'm like, okay, how much is it? Uh, yeah, it's like $17.50. I'm like, okay. And here's another one of my childish make fun of remarks. If I'm a female paying $17.50 for a purse, I want waterproof, stainless steel. I can transform it to be like a purse or like a book bag. I, I, I'm just, I'm just throwing stats out here. Uh, it should be like Hermione's purse off Harry Potter. Just you can put stuff in there. It, it, it's just an endless purse. Just, just a, a black hole of just space. Like you, you can pull out a textbook out of there. You, you can pull out your iPad. Like it, it, it needs to be that. For me to pay seventeen hundred, and it just has the autograph of the designer. I mean, great and all. But if it has the autograph of the designer and you're buying it, don't you think, I don't know, you would like not wear it so much or just, I don't know, put it in a case. Like when people catch a, a, a ball at like a Brave Stadium or something, you know, you catch the ball, put it in a case, 
or you know football you know you, they, they they throw their jersey out you know the, the winning team throws their jersey to the crowd or something like you you want to sew that away let it marinate in, in in 10 years i'm sorry if i sound like like a chef right now let it marinate <laughs> but yeah like if they autograph the purse i feel like that may be worth because you know i mean if a super famous person autographs something that item right there is already worth a chunk load so i feel like if that was her dream purse and she knew that said autograph was going to be on purse that costed 17.50 she would value the purse and make sure it would be taken care of and maybe when you know she upgraded you know put that in a case you know but uh no he had the 10% spoiled girlfriend who as soon as she upgraded she threw away that purse so I'm like you just threw away 1750 from your boyfriend that she was making a big deal with his dream purse and then some cooler thing came out and, and you got a google item brought that too which brings me to another point with clothes some people there's a difference between upgrading the, the humble upgrade and then just being flat out just not even acknowledging that uh maybe i could donate this maybe you know it's still it's still wearable i can wear it like you know I, I hate people who get stuff and they throw it away they throw away the old stuff like you know it can't be worn no more now yes there's wear and tear okay yes I've outgrown it. I don't fit it no more, or it fits me too largely. I understand those situations, but if it's a perfectly nice pair of, you know, whatever, be humble about it. Donate it, to say the least. Don't just, like, throw it away, because then that's that's trash disrespect to whatever you want through to get in in the first place. I got a neighbor... <coughs> And it's it's a really aggy neighbor. So uh, they wind up getting one of those 4K TVs. And I was like, okay. And as, you know, they, they were getting help moving, you know, their junk and everything, their old TV, which was a perfectly fine 56-inch Samsung Smart TV. So I'm like... Why would you throw this away? Perfectly good TV. I know you upgraded the 4K, but does that like give you automatic excuse that like, oh, this TV's worthless. I'm gonna throw it away. Donate it or give it to somebody, bless somebody who really don't got it like that to have a smart TV or, or always wanted one and just settled for, you know, regular old school TV or something don't just like throw it away because then you make yourself look stupid because whatever money you spent on that you just spit it in the face of those dollar bills like oh yeah you know i'm 4k now so you know there's absolutely no need to use you i'm done with you i'm just gonna throw you in the trash like come on people like let's let's you know be humble about the spending of said money these days because it really ticked me off as I was helping them load. Like, I already have a smart TV, 
But it's just the fact, like, you could have easily went to Goodwill and donated this. One. You could have asked around, like, does anybody need or want? It's a, it's a mild-used uh, smart TV. Does anybody want it? Or do you know anybody that wants it? You could have went to the pawn shop and pawned it. Like, there were scenarios in place rather than just throw the goddamn thing away. And, and it really ags me because it's like people these days, whether it's treating yourself or upgrading, they just forget about the value of what they went through to get the first item in the first place and just focus on the new item. And it really grinds my gears because you see a lot of that these days, especially highly with clothes. Like, I feel that because of how we have so many people out there that are unfortunate as far as don't have the means to be able to shop for clothes like others or just, you know, wearing the same thing so much that you can literally see the wear and tear in the color or, you know, the hose or, you know, it's just been so stretched out that it's just... It's not even fitting. It's just like... It's just like a cloth. It's not even... It's just like a cloth done over them. It's not even like it's an actual, you know, shirt or pants that's that they're wearing. But uh, I just hate the, the energy that society has that you have to spend money to look good. And coming from... Being the youngest of three siblings who had a brother and a sister who were on that pedestal, they felt that they had to spend a lot of money to look good. I always thought that you could find nice looking clothes for a decent amount of price and not have to break an arm and a leg. And up to this day, I still live by by that mindset. I've always been proud of my closet and how I have an ensemble of clothes here and there that I know I never had to spend a, a arm and a leg as far as, you know, going on a shopping spree or, you know, just enjoying a BOGO. But, like, I just really hate how some clothes are just so pricey. And it's like, I understand you have that percentage where it's like, oh, blah, Boder or whatever fancy, you know, name they have. Uh, he made all of Steve Harvey and Jamie Foxx's tuxes and, you know, he signed a contract and he's selling them at blah, blah store. Okay. I can understand the percentage value of, okay, he's a famous, you know, he's a famous designer and these stars wear all his stuff and blah 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 but then it's like do you really have to go that that far into your wallet that many zeros to get an item from said person's design line wardrobe line to look good and okay, sure, you get little bragging rights like, yeah, I'm wearing blah, he designed this, and or, you know, oh, Jimmy Fox wore this version at the red carpet. Okay, that's cool, that's great. I was like, but at, like, at the end of the day, 
like always exaggerate is it more that you're paying for the clothes for a need or a want like if I'm getting a tux if I'm going for like a job interview and I want to look good or something you know I'm I'm gonna spend I think you know I would say maybe I'm over exaggerating as far as you know shopping price give or take I feel like a hundred dollars is nice nice pants nice shoes a tie shirt maybe just a just a smidgen of, of a nice scented you know cologne I, I I think that's good but you know you shouldn't be like oh blah's ties from the the guy who directed Thor and he wore his clothing line like uh, it doesn't have to get that extra dramatic like I have one friend who sent spent six hundred dollars to look good for a job interview now I know the first thing you guys are probably gonna ask me is did he get the job teardrops no he did not I was like now $600 is a little bit much to look good for an interview now am I saying that if he would have got it was what it what it would have been worth the 600 yes and no because it's like 600 to look good for a job that it would take you probably about a month and a half to make that back is kind of limbo-ish to me because it's like now you have that sitting in your closet which is basically just taking up air and space because it's a $600 job interview outfit that you literally brought you're probably not going to wear it for anything else just for we'll say interviews or you know the occasional maybe a dinner outing or something but it's the fact that you want so far as to having to use 600 whether it is I just use a simple I remember I'm re- I remember my receipt like it was yesterday 10672 I had brought pair of pants two so I can rotate two shirts Two ties, belt, shoes, and the socks. So it's like my 100 to your like 600. We both had our different versions. I had got the job. You didn't. Maybe in a different reality, you would have got the job. But it's the fact that I spent so much less to still look good and presentable. And you spent so much more to look good and presentable. And it's like, what what does that kind of say about as far as, I don't know, confidence level? And then we also have to think about money management because some people just don't know how to manage money when it comes to just clothes shopping these days. Some people think that uh, it's beneath them to shop a BOGO or, you know, it's beneath them to use a a coupon like come on guys let's throw pride out the window it kills in more ways than one and and it's gonna kill your wallet if you if you don't change that uh energy because i'm all about coupons um 
I'm like the keeper of coupons and, and receipts at Hogwarts. Like, come on. If, if, if you can ask any friend that's ever shopped with me or, you know, want on a, on a spree or, you know, as a nerd, want to, like, GameStop, you, you can ask them, like, oh, yeah, Omar, he, he really takes advantage. Like, I saw this guy get a buy four, get one three get one free at GameStop and he had points so in reality he spent $26 he had so I had so many points on my card that I spent $26 and got four games for $26 pretty much because it was buy three get one free and I used my points to lower the price on the three games so basically I got three games for the 26 and one free. So yeah, when you do the math, I basically got four games for $26. And my friend was like, I should shop with you more often. <laughs> and I got a lot of comments from a lot of my friends. One of them who had a girlfriend was like, I, I need you to teach my girlfriend to do what you just did. Cause like she needs help when it comes to like prioritizing the need rather than the want when it comes to shopping for like clothes and food and stuff. Cause I feel like the same energy for clothes can also go into food. I feel like if I go grocery shopping, that my receipt shouldn't be an arm and a leg, but it should also reflect the kitchen as far as my cooking habits, snacking habits, leftover habits I feel like you should not be shopping weekly for groceries I think that's a bad usage in my opinion I was always brought up that come the first of the month you go ahead and get that grocery list ready and you head out take advantage of as many BOGOs get those coupon clippings ready and, 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 and you go ham I was like now, I'm not saying that, like, everybody hasn't had the same method. For example, we got Costco and Sam's Club, and you got people that do the, the, the megaton bulk shopping. So, you know, they're like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm shopping, you know, I'm grocery shopping the 1st of April at Sam's Club. And because everything is so bulk, I don't got to worry about the kitchen for, like, another month and a half. I respect that bulk shopping. And then you got people that do the, the weekly shopping and it's like, why do the weekly shopping when you can just get it all done at once? Like, I think you're doing something wrong in your kitchen or your needs are not as strong as they are food-wise because if you're going through weekly to grocery shop then that means that you are running through a lot of food and makes me wonder like is it because you got kids you got a roommate like there hasn't been an equation excuse to maybe justify weekly shopping but at the end of the day I still think monthly shopping is smart if I ever were to bump into a person that would do weekly shopping they would really have to like sell their case to me as to like why not do a month shopping 
Like, why are you spending the first of every Monday filling your refrigerator up? Like, it doesn't make no sense. And what also doesn't make no sense is sometimes just the picking up items for shopping, just like it is for the clothes. I went to a store. I crap you not. There was a bottle of juice. Nine dollars. I don't know that people know about this bottle, but if you ever see it, please let me know. Maybe it's gone. Maybe you know it wasn't popular enough and they took it off the shelves. Maybe they dropped the price down. But I saw a bottle of orange juice that was vegan orange juice, folks. Vegan orange juice. I I I crap you not. I I swear on 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 all that is holy on on Captain America's shield. The vegan orange juice. Now, I have nothing against vegans. Okay, I have a small bit against vegans. Sometimes they just do too much. Too much. But that would be another episode. But orange juice is already healthy. And I know vegans are all about the, the, the healthy and, you know, we put this in our body and the meat and we don't... I, I, I get it. I get it. But you're messing with something that's already healthy from day one. So why did you have to veganize it? Like, I don't... I don't get it. Vegan orange juice, nine thirty-five for a bottle that's pretty much the size of two... Gatorade bottles put on top of each other like the regular size Gatorade bottles that like you get at like uh, Walmart that are like in a six pack and then you know the plastic uh, loopies but uh, yeah I'm looking at the bottle like what 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 can make juice healthier. It's orange juice. You got your pulp, you, you, all your vitamins and nutrients. Like, what are you bringing to the table that, like, the other juices that are $3.75, $0.99, why are you almost in the double digits? And you're already healthy. But now you're vegan healthy. I, 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 just, I just don't get it. And I, I'm glad that every time I do go to that store and see that shelf, I'm glad that that shelf looks like no one's touched it. Because let me find out. Let me find out. Somebody I know decided to spend almost $10 on some vegan orange juice. We're we going to have an intervention. Because we need to talk. There's no way... That I should be spending double digits on one single bottle of juice. Quote, unquote, vegan orange juice at that. Like, it's crazy. And I know people are like, oh, well, Omar, you know, eating healthy, you know, it's more expensive. Blah, blah, blah. Farmer's market, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. But you're talking to somebody that used to be 400 pounds. And it's now a whopping 220. I ain't going to no farmer's market. So that excuse is out the window. I I just changed my habit of shopping. I was like, I just adjusted based on portion. 
control and you know some things needed to be tagged out for certain things but uh you cannot use that excuse and be like oh you know well if you want to eat healthy it's expensive no it's really just on the items that you're trying to eat healthy on like I feel like on the side of a list of grocery items I can eat healthy with that list but on the other side if I took that list to a farmer's market or something I bet you on my mama that list would be twice as more as expensive because everything there is so extra extra and grams and you know all the things that help towards you know dieting and whatnot and eating healthy and prosperous but uh, what I'm trying to get at is that you don't have to be extra to look or eat good like in the clothes and food industry like that's being really focused on and you get a lot of commercials about it and people get dragged into the hole oh I should get that or I should get that if I want to look good. And I'm like, you can dress and eat just as good for just as low of a price. And I just hate that it's kind of, I want to say brainwashing, but that's a little bit too harsh. I would say it's kind of peer pressuring the generations that we have as far as, uh, oh, the newest fit or oh, the the most fire pair of sneakers and stuff like that. I feel like that uh, as far as like dressing is concerned and eating is concerned, I can lose the same amount of pounds on this list than I can with this list. I'm just saving money. And the same goes for clothes. I think that mindset needs to be uh, open. It needs to be woke a little bit more because... We're at a time where, (laughs) it's probably harsh for me to say this, half of the people aren't even in school. They're in Zoom. I'm pretty sure no one cares about what you're wearing in Zoom. I mean, you can dress appropriately. I'm pretty sure no one's going to be like, I wonder what Megan thinks of my new outfit. Uh, Megan is... Megan could care less. (laughs) You all are in a Zoom class. <laughs> None of you are really actually face to face. So, I mean, I could give you my opinion, but like seeing you wear the outfit in video and actually like seeing you in public is two completely different points of view. And the same goes. For eating, you can tell somebody, oh, I lost like 15 pounds this week because I started eating blah. And some may tell you, oh, that's great, but you can also eat blah and blah if you buy it here. And then when you see the price, you're like, why am I spending what seems to be a total of $75 to help me lose 15 pounds, whereas I can get the same results from a $35 or, or even lower list of, of food items. 
And it's just like with clothes, like, I feel these high-end prices, some people aren't really looking at the clothes in general. Like, if I'm spending triple digits, double digits on clothes, my first thing in my head is how long it's going to last me. Like, you know, is this something I'm going to be, you know, wearing a lot? How long is it going to last in my closet? Wear and tear, you know. Then, you know, I look at the little things, like, you know, what it brings, like, does it match with said, you know, sneakers or shorts or, or whatever. And then, you know, sometimes I like to look at, you know, oh, what what does it do? Because childishly, like you've been hearing, I, I, I like my stuff to have some stats. Like, if I'm paying... What I saw, what I couldn't believe on one commercial, $900 for a dress. It was a simple dress, simple summer dress. I'm not good with, you know, the whole female outfit thing, but if any girls out there can help me understand I'm pretty sure female dresses, female summer dresses at that should not be that high. I feel like if I'm a female and I pay $600 for a, for a summer dress, you know, look good while I'm going out and enjoy the, the, the breeze, you know, the it really matches with, you know, everything else I'm wearing. I feel like it should really have pockets. I was like... Maybe it has a cool little thing that, you know, the dress transforms into, like, I don't know, a onesie or something. Like, bring something to the table for this much money. Or at least just be something that I know that, oh, I can definitely see this lasting two, four, six years down the line. Because I understand some clothes after wear and tear, wearing a lot washing a lot they 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 get pretty stretchy or old or lose color I understand that but please do not excuse the whole well I gotta replace these sneakers cause you know they're pretty bad and then go to the mall and get the same tier sneakers for like five six hundred dollars where you could have got the same tier sneakers for less and still been satisfied like, I need to replace, I have a nice good pair of memory foams I need to replace because I have had them for quite some time and the memory foam has expired and the shoe bottom is, you know, literally in the coming apart stage. It's basically done. I had got these for a nice good sell for $45. My friend was one of shopping me one day and he was like, oh, you should get these. These look good and they have memory foam just like your sneakers. I'm like, I'm not fixing to pay $185 for memory foam sneakers. Whereas I got what I'm needing to replace for $45. So basically you want me to add 100 and change more just to get the same tier sneakers that I had before. Like that doesn't make sense money wise. And I think that's what we need to work on 
as a society is the management of our money for the needs rather than the wants and just just make some smart plays when it comes to things like this clothes and and food are 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 a need you gotta have them but you don't gotta destroy your your savings to have them you don't gotta freaking Oh, I'm not going to make the light bill this month because I so want that blah purse that uh, the chick from Avengers wore on the red carpet. Like, no, I'm sorry. I was like, it's, 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 it's not going to happen. You'll never catch me. You'll never ever catch me like that with money. Like, I'm a super Scrooge, but I'm a, I'm a Scrooge with a heart. I'm a smart Scrooge. I, I make money plays where it counts. Like, for those of you that, you know, the whole stimulus thing, I used my stimulus money to pay for rent and phone bill three months in advance. And I treated myself to two t-shirts that... I really want it because the art on them is amazing and everything. And they were only like $26 a piece, which is fair for, you know, art t-shirts that that have a unique, you know, 3D design on them. But, uh, yeah, that, that's what I pretty much did. And, um, I'm proud of myself because I got to enjoy my shirts which, if you went to any other place, would have been, like, in the $50 or higher. Because, you know, 3D art is very expensive when it comes to it being on clothes. And the big brain move on the rent and the phone bill was just me thinking, you know, maybe, you know, I should think ahead long term. And because we don't know about how long COVID is going to be. All we can do is just pray for the best and try to be prepared as best as we can. And one of the things to be prepared about is to be financially prepared. And that's probably one of the best weapons that you can give yourself around this time because with all these new variants and Everything, it's it's getting risky out there. I, I got a friend who caught one of the variants, and uh, he's in the ICU right now. Please say a prayer for him. But uh, yeah, his his medical bills are uh, really eating him alive. But uh, he's been getting a lot of donations to uh, help him, and he's been able to cover all the expenses. But it's just, let's be smart with our money, people. Clothes make the man or the woman, but you shouldn't be destroying your account for them. And food nourishes the body and the soul, but you shouldn't be sacrificing a pinky toe and lamb's blood for it. So that's all I got to say and I hope you enjoyed the episode and it's your boy Omar 
peeps. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace out. peeps how's it going it's your boy Obar with another episode of the sauce today we are gonna talk about the high disappointment of certain movies that I felt like could have been better or a scene that could have been more epic just you know I wanted more on my I want I wanted more on my plate as far as, you know, going to the movie theater or getting a DVD to watch said movie. But uh, I have quite a list, and I'm going to go through it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start it easy and simple. I, I may not be the only person who believes in this, but I felt like there was a small bit of disappointment in the Harry Potter series. This is my opinion on it. How is it that the most epic wizard battle we got was Dumbledore versus Voldemort, right? And so we're all like, oh man, I can't wait until Harry and Voldemort finally clash and everything. And we finally get it. And in the words of Gordon Ramsay, where's the lamb sauce? Where's the lamb sauce? I was so sad to see that that's all that it was just a little tug of war of their wands clashing which wasn't even their original wands which just even more like you you gave so much lore about how their wands were tied and yeah i guess it makes sense like they can't kill each other with the other person's wand because it's just going to cancel out so they had to find another one but I just hated how I would expected more spell clash like I felt that my boy Harry you went through what seven seven movies and the only spell you got to shoot out in your most epic battle was a, a, a I don't know but it wasn't as glorious as I was I was looking for my man to have like a new spell he was working on a new offensive spell. Meanwhile, Voldemort just goes straight for the the, the Avada Kedavra. And I'm like, Ugh. meanwhile, when when you look at the epicness of like Dumbledore versus Voldemort, man, they're spitting spells like fire. Like, like I'm not exaggerating. Like literally, there was a fire spell in, in, in all that action. But uh, like the 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 crowd is going off their out of their seats and it's just ooh, oh my god he countered that and he shot that and some people are like well Omar you know he is the greatest wizard that was ever born I mean Harry is only Harry no I'm sorry that man went through seven semesters I'm pretty sure he could have learned the new attack spell how is it that Luna Lovecraft and, and all these other tier even Ginny learned the offensive mega spell. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and it's like <sighs> there was that moment, then we had the whole 
what was another moment in, in, in the series? Oh yeah, the the whole suspense about the the uh, him being a, a Horcrux. I like that conspiracy. And some people want to say I told you so because there's just no way this man can just casually talk to snakes and, and share thoughts unless there was some kind of like link between Harry and Voldemort but I felt that the drama should have been a little bit more than him going to the forest and just taking it I mean I at least would have like if I'm Voldemort and you just like willingly gave yourself up to me I would have kind of been a little sus like this was too easy. Like, he, he, he's just not going to hand himself on a silver platter. Maybe, maybe he's going to try to fight me or something. But no, he just, he said those famous words. He was like, Harry Potter, the boy who lived, come to die. I'm like, oh man, is he, are they going to draw wands? Are they going to draw wands in the forest? Then he just sat there and closed his eyes. I'm like, wow, he's really about to take it. And he's like, oh, I'm like, oh wow. I was like, and then we find out he had to he had to die by his hand, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. But then when we get to the to the climatic battle, I'm like, okay, they're 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 gonna duke it out in this tug of war of spells and stuff. Nope. It's this little Girl Scout tug of war just to buy time for Neville to somebody to kill the snake. And then, boom, he wins. I was, I was so, I, I, I was so disappointed. I, 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 I expected more. I, I also expected more from. I don't know if anybody remembers Mighty Morphin from Power Rangers. Um, so tell me how, as kids that have watched Power Rangers, especially Mighty Morphin. There was always this one super mega golden rule that was just the the pinnacle of being a ranger. You cannot come into the power chamber. You cannot come into the 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 chamber of power. You cannot come into any of the freaking you have to have a power coin to enter. So we were all like, oh, you know, evil is never going to come in the power chamber or or the command center. And and, and then our boy Tommy Oliver was like, nah, fam, I'm a a ranger, too. I'm just a bad ranger. And I was disappointed because I was like, that rule really bit you in the butt, Zordon. Like, could it have could have you worded that fine print a little bit more better? Like only a person with the good of heart and a power coin may enter. Like, you just really messed up. And with the movie, my... I felt that, you know, as far as how they came so far to uh, just the graphics and the storyline and everything, I, I would expect it better as far as the whole Ivan Ooze thing because they really didn't 
explain too, too much. Like, it would have been cool if we got, like, a flashback to, like, him getting sealed or something. We just got a little bedtime story about, oh, he, he's a really bad mutterfudger. And I didn't like how he just slimed his way into the to the command center. I'm like, Zordon, where where is your rule in effect? Like, what type of security measure do you have for this if it were to happen? Not a thing thing. You just got a, a R2-D2 with legs that says, ay, 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 ay. And it's like, wow. And then he bodied you with a flute. Like, MVP, this man literally said time to play the piper as he took out a, a pipe and just played some melodies and just started Dragon Ball Z blasting the command center. I, I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is this is sad, but like a, a, a type of sad that's like, wow, so somebody actually bodied Zordon and I'm like... <laughs> It's about time, but then I'm like, was there no, was he that bad that he just like went right through your protection of like the most sacred rule you created for the Power Rangers? Like, come on now, that's 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 kind of disappointing. I was like, it's just as disappointing as like when the Megazords finally got destroyed. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I was kind of for Team somebody needs to finally destroy them because I'm like it's so easy just 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 interrupt them when they're combining it's not that it's not that hard it's it, it's it's two plus two people <laughs> tell me how it takes Rita like almost 30 plus episodes to finally figure that out and then win but yeah it is what it is another movie of disappointment as far as the story and <clears throat> the take on the execution of it is I'm gonna be real with you the the dark the Dark Knight trilogy. Now the first two were great. Heath Ledger, he was so serious. <laughs> but the last one with the whole taking the bomb and you know. I like how okay he 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 faked his death and him and and and, and my wife Anne Hathaway are, are 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 having dinner sipping drinks and everything, but uh, I didn't like how they climatic to the uh, the detective being that his. Uh, his real name was Robin. So I'm like, okay, they emphasize, you know, we got our Robin. And then he gives them the longitude, latitude coordinates to the back cave and everything. And then it kind of ends like that. I'm like, huh, I would have expected more. Like, instead of it ending like that, you know, give me like an end credit scene of, you know, maybe, you know, a small time skip of him donning set new suit and maybe it's Nightwing I don't you know for some of you Batman fans out there yeah you know there is a small space in the timeline of the Batverse 
that uh, Nightwing does wind up being the new Batman for a bit. But uh, I felt they should have went on that route a little bit instead of just giving us this dry... He steps up on the on the, the platform and it rises up. And I'm like... Okay, so he found the cave, so we got our new Batman, but uh, you just you just gonna leave us like that? And like, I felt like we should have got more. Now I do hear that we got this new Batman, which is played by a uh, hashtag Twilight Man, and uh, it looks to be a pretty dark take on it if you haven't seen the trailer i do recommend it it is it is very brutal uh they they did a good job on it i I like how he stepped out of his uh twilight comfort zone but uh yeah i really wanted more out of that and uh another movie would be as far as imagination would go. A lot of people argue about this. But uh, I felt like the way that Forrest Gump ended, I think it should have kind of teased at most. Or even a project of it, that it should be a time skip of maybe, you know, now it's his son waiting on the bus and telling this person the story. Like, you know kind of a, a, a homage like yeah my my daddy told me that like like you know come on like don't just end it like that and you know leave us hanging if you know yeah he got to have a happy ending but you know there's a lot of movies where I feel like we should really see a time skip of said happy ending in another movie and this is where the, the disappointment energy comes from I feel some of these directors either have the writer's block and, 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 and don't, you know, follow through. Too lazy to follow through. Or not enough money to follow through. Because there are tons of movies out there that should have had sequels or trilogies or, you know, like, a good example would be <clears throat> I feel like as far as uh, horror movies is concerned, uh, Leprechaun would be a good, a good example. I, 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 I want to see like a pre-origin as to like how he got the gold and you know why he looks like that and are all leprechauns you know looking like him and. You know, was was he a good one and then the greed got to him and didn't make him disfigured or everything and he looks like that. But, uh, yeah, because the obsession is there. Like it is, you know, don't mess with the leprechauns go, that type of thing. But as a fan of, of all the leprechaun movies, I really wanted to know, like, hey, like, you just don't get like that overnight. Like... There has to be a reason. <laughs> you just don't you just don't get up in the morning and be like, I'ma kill whoever sucker takes my pot of gold. Like there there has to be a story that leads to that type of 
mentality and creation of said supernatural entity. I mean, it's just like with, uh, I think a good example would be Freddy Krueger when they decided to take justice in their own hands. What better way than to come back from the dead with just having a nice, good, whomping bucket of vengeance. <laughs> and boy, was it vengeance indeed. He, he literally was like, y'all guys are never going to forget me and I'm going to traumatize your kids, kids in their dreams. Literally, like that, that's not a... That's not a pun intended, like he literally <laughs> in all the movies. But uh Yeah, there's a lot of movies out there that I just felt like should have brought more bane to the buck. I mean if you haven't seen Khan versus Godzilla versus Khan, you need to see it. But I'll tell you right now, without being a spoiler, you will believe that uh there was a fight that should have been a little bit more than what it was given. I mean, I'm so trying hard not without spoiling it, but just go watch it, and then I believe that that fight should have been more, and the other fight was literally like Dumbledore versus Voldemort, like, you got that, but then the other fight, you get that. It made me feel like, you know, me wanting a Dr. Pepper, and I settle for whatever the name of, of generic Dr. Pepper is. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Some people even say what, uh, The Avengers movies that there was some moments that should have been a little bit more better. Uh, I think one of the movies I had an argument with one friend was that he said Endgame, it, it, it just, it shouldn't have ended like that. And I think it was hard for him to understand that... Uh, it was Robert Downey's last contract, if I'm not mistaken. So, him getting killed off like that was, like, the perfect setup. Now, does some people believe that he should have been alive and it just end like that? Yeah. We got a lot of fans out there that are like, he should have died, blah, blah, blah. And he got some others that were like, you know, it was his, like, final good sacrifice and everything. But, uh, the whole fight when it was Thor, Captain America, Iron Man versus Thanos, I I wanted a little, I'm not gonna lie, I wanted a little bit more. I guess that's me being greedy. I mean, I I loved when he picked up the hammer. That was, that was nice. But I felt he should have got like a little bit more hammer time. (laughs) Hammer time. Oh, that's a good one. But, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of fans were all like, oh, like, what made 
the difference between Age of Ultron and now that, you know, he was worthy. And I'm like, well, you must not watch the movies high enough to realize the change in what made Captain America from nudging it a little bit off the table to actually picking up the hammer now. Because... Being worthy isn't about just, oh, I'm a hero, I save lives, blah, blah, blah. It goes far, like, beyond that in the means of just sacrifice and and, 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 and humbleness and everything. And he, he, he had all that, but it had to be taken a step further, I think, when we transition into Civil War and then... Infinity War but uh, yeah Uh, another movie that uh, in my opinion I felt should have stopped making movies and this is just me because now you're just milking you're just milking it but I believe the Fast and the Furious should have stopped at I lost track of the number they, they, I, I was joking with my friend one time. I was like, they're making Fast and Furious movies just like they're making all these Final Fantasy games. I lost track at like <laughs> five, maybe eight. I, I, I don't know, but uh, I think it should have stopped. I saw the trailer for the newest one with John Cena in it. I think that's cool how they're like, oh, like he's his brother and he's teaming up with the, with the bad chick from the last movie but uh yeah it's like they made us believe that that was the last one and then now this is the last one I don't believe this is the last one maybe they're gonna make another one and it's like come on guys like that's the one movie that I'm just disappointed in as far as you just made so many and you guys are just driving cars I'm not trying to make fun of the 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 whole, you know, driving cars is cool. You know, I'm all for, you know, tricks and drifting and everything. But it's like, I feel like it just gets rinse and repeat a little bit. Bad guy, they stop bad guy. Bad guy has cool vehicles. They drive cool vehicles. They use tricks to outdo the bad guy in vehicles. They beat bad guy. It's the same violin. And it's like... At this point, I'm just at the movie to watch to see what cool, crazy trick they're going to do with a car next. I'm not even there for the storyline. That's how bad it's gotten to me watching Fast and Furious movies so far. I'm just there to see what cool trick, what, 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 you know, what are you going to do that's, you know, ungodly like with a car. You're going to 360 off a cliff, do a kickflip, and then land on all fours with the car, have, have a parachute to reduce the, the, the landing so, you, so the car doesn't crash. I, I don't know people, but it's just the same rinse and repeat. Same rinse and repeat. And I'm not paying. I'm, I'm not paying my money for that. I was like, I just wait for it to go on the PlayStation, <laughs> the PlayStation Store, and, and get it for free or something. I don't know. But uh, 
And now we have some of these movies where, uh, like this Justice League Snyder Cut, is it called? Yeah. I heard that's four hours. Now, I'm kind of mad because when we look at uh, Deathly Hollows Part 1 and Part 2, I heard that she wanted to make it one whole movie, but they wouldn't let her. Something about the the copyright of she can't you can't do a, a three hour movie the same time as another movie and I was like that's a retarded rule because apparently like uh, Avatar did it they were the first to do it and so yeah anyway so it's four hours I heard the movie theaters out there. If you try to watch in the movie theater, what they do is at the two hour mark, I heard that they pause it and they uh, put on the announcements that, you know, we're having a 15 minute, uh, you know, break, get your drinks and your snacks and, you know, we'll resume back. That's cool. I like that. But I'm still going to want to watch it at home because it's called a pause button. So it's like, why go through that? Why I can just pause it, go to the bathroom, go to my kitchen, get a snack, and come back. Plus, the disappointment in it is, why did you have to be four hours? Now, I haven't seen it. I've been recommended by seven people, including three in my Call of Duty online group, that I should go see it. Because it's that, it's that good for four hours. But... I don't want to be a person that invests four hours and then look at it like, is this all that they did? Like, oh, they just changed up like four things and then dragged it out and added on two hours. Because if I see it, when I see it, I'm going to make a reaction rant about it on the sauce. And I'm going to give my opinion if it was garbage or if it was treasure. But, uh... I just hate to see movies that, you know, with a little bit of imagination, a little bit more imagination, could, could, could be better, or, you know, could be uh, a sequel of sorts. Like, I remember me and my friend were just firing off movies that we felt that should have had a sequel or a better ending. And I felt, I told him, I was like, I feel like Remember the Titans would have been cool if it was like, oh, if, you know, the team, they all had kids and they all, you know, are playing football and they just need to, you know, remember how it was back then and not take it for granted, you know, how it is now. And, uh, that would have been cool. Uh... Another movie would have been, like, a super James Bond prequel as, like, him and his teens, I guess, coming up as, like, world's greatest spy, because we just get him right off rip, and I'm all for right off rip people. I'm all for it. But you gotta be a a certain type of built for me to not want to wonder about your history and just focus on the character that you're on now. Like, for instance, John Wick, right off rip, they gave the energy to the point that I'm not even wondering how how bad he was back in his young days. 
I'm just worried about what bodies he about to drop now. Because <laughs> when you sit there and you tell me that this man bodied three people with a pencil, I'm wondering, okay, it's a pencil. I'm not even going to ask if it's a number two or a lead pencil. But if your story is telling me that you bodied three people with a pencil, now I'm not even focused on the movie at this point. Now I'm wondering, can we get a prequel of said his fierce days and the pencil scene? Because that's what I want to see. I want to see how did these guys let him get away with him bodying him with a pencil. And it makes you wonder, was this pencil intact after it was bodied? Or was it like broken off and he was just crowed of artery, crowed of artery? <laughs> like, cause that's the only way I could see it being done. If he actually got in a body shot, like heart valve or like lower body artery or something, like I'm impressed. Cause at the end of the day, that's a thin piece of wood that has a sharp tip. And if you think about how hard and how fast said sharp item to pierce flesh and he bodied people with it and it wasn't like, oh, you know, he got a new pencil. That dude literally said, I saw him take out three people, three men with a pencil. That's not somebody I want to take off. What was like? What I was a little bit disappointed by, just a smidgen, just a smidgen, is when we get to. Uh, I think it's two. I think it is two. Yeah, when we get to the whole him being excommunicadoed, is it? Yeah, he he got banned, and you know the guy gave him a head start and everything. I felt like being the best that he was and everything. I think he should have got a little bit more than just that. I don't think he should have got banned. Maybe he maybe he should have got banned. I don't think there should have been a hit on him though. And that's what ticked me off, like, dang, like, this man was practically part of you guys' you know, family organization of assassins, and and now, you know, it, it's every man for himself, but what I didn't like that was disappointed was how all these guys thought that they could get him, like, did you guys really think it was gonna be that easy? <laughs> this is a man who literally has the title of I Body People, with pencils, I know things. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Another disappointment to me would be what was the name of the movie? Oh man, that's at the tip of my tongue. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a horror movie. Uh, 
Oh yeah, the whole Final Destination thing. I was disappointed that it even got to like two, but when it started adding on and I heard we're at like Final Destination five, I'm like, why are we milking the same concept of group of people get on a plane or you know whatever incident that they're supposed to die but they don't die and the order that they should have died in winds up trying to you know claim them because you know you can't play death blah 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 like why did it get to five movies I think it should at least stop that maybe one or two and it's 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 just dry to me because it's like you, now you're just really focusing on who's going to be the survivor or who's going to die last or, you know, what's going to be the most gruesome order of the deaths. And it's like, come on now. Could we have, like, you know, made it a little bit more exciting or extra? Like, I felt like, you know, if I'm making five of these, I felt like the last one should have added a little bit more energy like hey maybe like you know you actually see the grim reaper himself or something or you know there's a there's an end credits of like you know him marking off their names and you know he he looks at the screen and he's like no one can cheat death like you know give me give me something don't just give me another rinse and repeat of said teenage group Cheats death without really trying. Death comes for them. Blocka, blocka, blocka. And, like, that's just a waste of my $10 of a movie ticket. And, like, I feel that, you know, for it to have gotten to five was probably the luckiest blessing that they could have asked for. I don't know how they got away with making five. Final Destination five? Are you serious? Like, and another one, which also has the same energy about it a little bit, but a disappointment, and I'll explain in, in very specific detail, is Jeepers Creepers. So we get Jeepers Creepers 1, and we get 2, and we get the, you know, the cool explanation of, of, of you know, why he does what he does. And then we kind of get a, a 3, which is not really 3, it's more of a... A, 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 a time skip not really a time skip more like a half of it's a prequel and half of it's a, a time skip anyway it kind of explains you know how uh, the sister from one is grown and she's dedicated her whole life to trying to kill the, the creeper and She's been timing the eating patterns since it comes out once every whatever. But, uh, I didn't like how they gave the energy of that set dude helped the lady to find out how to kill him. But in the movie, it never escalates to a battle with the creeper with that knowledge. It just kind of ends... So it leaves you on the most retarded cliffhanger because you're thinking, oh, well, maybe we'll get a second one. Nope, we don't get no second. We don't get no second feature part to that one. 
apparently the ratings were so bad because of the cliffhanger just leaving you hanging like that that it didn't even make post off uh, box office money to stay in and, and that's a disappointment because I'm like if you had that vision to find out what can kill him once and for all and then you know you give me that ending and I'm like oh yeah I can't wait until the next one when it comes out whatever year and, and we'll finally get rid of this man and his his spooky jeepers creepers whenever he's near but uh no we didn't get that and it was a big disappointment and it was just I feel sorry for that director to have put in all that and then not even be able to to make the continuation it's literally like you go in to order a pizza and halfway through your pizza order on the app your phone dies <laughs> but you did click send but it was only able to receive half <laughs> so they don't realize that you got a list of extra extra bacon extra green peppers tomatoes uh garlic sauce ranch sauce it just stopped at the the uh the uh garlic sauce and you had some more stuff but they're like we didn't see that part <laughs> but uh yeah that was that was sad that was a waste of millions and it's like I feel that if I'm a director of a movie and, and I know that you know this movie's gonna be great or you know I'm already in like movie two or three then I I I, I owe it to the fans to make sure I keep this momentum as great as I possibly can. I think Insidious is another example because we got the whole story as to, you know, the whole why the uh, the kid, you know, gets haunted like that. And I like how they did a little background story where we find out that, you know, the lady's been doing this for a while and we found out, you know, she had to conquer her own demons before she started helping others. And... You know, I like how it all came full circle. Even though they kind of did us with a little bit of a Star Wars playing the first one. When the first one should have been the last one. And the last one should have been the first one. And the second one should have stayed. And the third one should have stayed. I don't know the order. But I know that they do explain that, you know... It was played in a Star Wars way, so it should have been, you know, flip-flopped in the proper order, and then you watch them all at once. But, uh, yeah, I just believe that as far as, like, movie creation is concerned, if you have a story, and there's even the slightest hint of, you know, a teaser or an ending or something that just leaves a a question that uh, I think you owe that much to really have the next project worked on to, you know, making a, a two or a three or a five or an eight. I, I don't know, but like, 
don't just leave us hanging or, you know, have a crappy, uh, have a, have a, have a, have a really dry battle scene or, or confrontation, like, uh, I think a good example is The Exorcist, greatest horror movie ever, by the way, if anybody argues that that is not scary, you're, meet me in the parking lot, I was <laughs> Most climatic battle was the whole exorcism itself, but I just didn't understand why he knew the demon. Like, I was like, wait, he's talking to you really casual, like, and I, the energy was kind of sus, because I was like, don't nobody talk casual like that to another person, unless you knew said person or you two squared up before, and this is just like another another fight which it was and I do like how they have released that other Exorcist movie which was the prequel to the first one which was him battling him for the first time so I'm like okay so he gave him his first L and now he's trying to return the favor it was sad how you know his heart couldn't keep up and he basically made him have a heart attack from the stress and so he got he got his ones back people he he was like now it's now we're tied one one but uh yeah and I do love how they just played on the suspense of the same case like she's in her teens and he's after her and and then we get the one on Fox. I don't know if anybody has seen it, but there is one on Fox. It's it's really good. It did have a trash climatic ending. As far as the storyline is concerned, it was great. Basically, it's her grown up. She has kids. And apparently the same demon that couldn't get her is going after the kids. And... I love the twist on how she explains to the husband, like, you know, when we got married, I changed my name. And, you know, my name is, you know, Reagan, because that, that was the girl's name in, in, in The Exorcist. And so it's like, oh, my God. So, like, this is Reagan, like, with a family growing up. And, you know, she tried to leave all that behind. But, you know, you can't run for your past, people. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta conquer your demons. <laughs> you like how I did that? But, uh, yeah. If it wasn't for the crappy ending, I think it would've, it would've had a, a, a another series ready. But Fox is always canceling stuff. And, uh, I think it was great how they had the conspiracy of they wanted to possess somebody that was close to the Pope. And then corrupt the Pope through that person and then basically you have your hands in the ultimate cookie jar you you are puppeteering the Pope and you are just setting the way for just evil to, to take root without even realizing it but uh, yeah the ending was crappy I'm not gonna spoil it for you you gotta watch it yourself um, I'm training myself not to spoil Shows or movies, shout out to a certain person. See by the seashores who uh, 
encouraged me that I need to work on that. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Next episode, it might be a nerd episode. So for you nerds out there, you you true nerds that embrace your your nerd heritage, I'm gonna be ranting about just the old school days of cartoons and how we grew up on Power Rangers and how it was literally an escape or a way of life for us fans and how now watching it as a grown person there are some aspects that you really gotta point out to to nerd out on that as a kid it never would have hit you but as a, as a grown person you're like oh man I really got mind blown. But uh, if it's your first time here, don't worry. There's going to be seconds and thirds and fourths, just like how my mom cooks at Thanksgiving. But uh, glad you guys enjoyed the show. Peace out.